and welcome to the Forum Finance Podcast. All you need to know about finance right here. Welcome back to the Forum Finance Group Podcast. Today we are delving into a topic that is both exciting and transformative. Early stage investments in startups. You've all heard of companies like Amazon, Apple or Tesla, but do you know how they got there to start? Let's uncover the mysteries of early stage investments. I'm Ignacio Garcia from the Forum Finance Group. So what are early stage investments? When we say early stage investments, we are talking about the financial backing the startups receive during their initial phases. Think of it like supporting a budding artist when they are still playing small jigs. You see potential, you invest in their first album, and boom, you are an early stage investor. So typically a startup goes through several different funding rounds or cycles that involve different types of investors. Initially, it may start with seed capital or angel investors, and as the company grows and proves its business model, venture capitalists may step in. Further down the line, private equity firms might become involved, especially if the company is looking to scale quickly or go through some restructuring. Now let's look at some examples from history. Let's say Amazon and Apple. If we take Amazon, for example, it began as an online bookstore in 1994. Jeff Bezos, he's the founder, started the company with funding from his parents, Life Savings. In 1997, just three years later, Amazon went public. Then there is Apple. Steve Jobs and Steve Bosniak started in a garage in Silicon Valley buoyed by an initial investment from Mike Markula, an angel investor. It took Apple four years to go public in 1980, and the rest is almost history. Why does all this matter? So why should you care about early stage investments? It's the rocket fuel that propels startups to new heights, particularly at the beginning of their life cycle. Moreover, early investors in companies like Amazon and Apple saw astronomical returns, but you have to bear in mind that this is a risky endeavor. If the startup fizzles, the whole investment is lost. Let's move on some types of early stage investments. For example, angel versus venture capital. Angel investors are individual backers like Bezos' parents or Apple's Markula, friends and family at the end of the day. And venture capitalists are firms investing significant sums of money for more substantial stakes. And they have collected that money obviously from limited partners, from other people and institutions that are willing to take the risk. Venture capital firms often also take board positions. 
So how can you, how can we get involved in venture capital or in early stage investments? If you are considering entering this uh, investment realm, research is absolutely key. Start by identifying startups that align with your interests and scrutinize their business model. Make sure that you understand what the company is doing and always, always assess the management team. Because remember, a brilliant idea can easily be easily falter under poor leadership. The journey to going public can vary widely from company to company. Here's a look at how long it took for the five largest tech companies in the US to go public. Let's start with Apple. Founded in 76, did the IPO in 1980. That's about four years and eight months. Let's take Microsoft, for instance. It was founded in 1975. It did the IPO in 86. So that's about 10 years and 11 months. Microsoft began selling a version of BASIC and it struck gold with MS-DOS, which eventually led to Windows. Now, Amazon, founded in 94. It was IPO'd in 97. So it took Bezos about two years and 10 months to go public. Now, Alphabet or Google, founded in 98 and went public five years and 11 months in 2004. And finally, Meta or Facebook, it went public in 2012, about eight years and three months after it was founded in 2004. So you get an idea of how long it takes startups to actually become large companies able to go public. The time it takes for a tech company to go public can range from just under three years, like Amazon, to about 11 years that took Microsoft. Each journey is influenced by various factors such as market readiness, leadership, and financial viability. Now, nowadays, this might have changed slightly. Companies are staying private for longer. Unlike the startups in the 80s and the 90s, mother-day unicorns often stay private for an extended period, often over 10 years. Companies like Uber operated for years before it went public, allowing to amass considerable, considerable market share and valuation. This changes the game for early stage investors, obviously, offering both extended periods for investment and new types of risk and reward dynamics. We see the same in companies like Klarna, one of the leaders in the buy now, pay later space, or Revolut, companies that flirted with valuations in excess of 50 billion, even reaching 100 billion before even going public. Now, Let's wrap it up. A couple of things that you need to remember if you are planning to take investments in startups. First of all, work closely with the specialists. Given the high risks involved, consulting with investment advisors or specialists well-versed in early stage investing is invaluable. They can help scrutinize startup financials, management and overall viability, guiding you in making informed decisions. Secondly, diversify your investments. 
The attrition rate for startups is very, very high. According to data from the Small Business Administration, about 20% of new businesses fail during the first two years of being opened, 45% during the first five years, and 65% during the first 10 years. To mitigate this risk, some venture capital firms and seasoned angel investors diversify their portfolios by investing in multiple startups. A common rule of thumb is to decide on an investment amount and then divide it by at least 20 to get the sum you invest in each startup. So if you want to invest a million dollars into startups, you may want to consider at least 50,000 in each investment or 100,000 if you want to be more risky and concentrated. Importance of follow-on investments. You have to bear in mind that being able to participate in follow-on rounds can be crucial. As this startup grows, additional funding rounds can dilute early investors. So having the option and the capital to participate in these rounds can maintain or even increase your ownership stake, amplifying your returns if the company succeeds. So we now wrap it up and as a conclusion, you know, there is a big opportunity in investing in startups. Be mindful that these are investments of high risk. Do your research, get advice from specialists, and be ready to provide additional capital if needed. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Foreign Finance Group podcast. Early stage investing is undeniably a highly risk, a high risk, high reward venture. Yet, it's also a cornerstone of innovation and a chance to be part of the next big thing.